Good morning, everyone. This is Judith Aikop. You're listening to Mad Love. Hope everything's going well for you. Coming on a little later today, but I'm I'm actually making a podcast, so I'm excited. Monday, Wednesday, it might be uh, sketchy for me because of the schedule. But anyway, I was, uh, you know, like this, t- this subject is tired. Tired. I mean, I'm tired of hearing the word slap and Will Smith uh, and... I'm starting to get the impression that the person that's going to be canceled is Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, People are unearthing all of this stuff. And I heard a comedian, um, Earthquake, I think that was Earthquake. And I think he's from St. Louis, but I'm not sure. He made an excellent point. And he was basically saying, you know, the person he, he, feels sorriest for his will because Jada is obviously not in love with him and uh he made the very excellent point you could look at her body language which I failed to do uh, I did find it odd that she was laughing after Will smacked Chris in the face uh on the Oscar broadcast but the point he was making was she did nothing you know when you love someone you're trying to hold them back and keep them, you know, on the high road because you know the consequences. You care about them. You don't want them to destroy, you know, a 30-year career over some nonsense uh, about getting mad, you know, but apparently she does. Apparently she was cool with it. She never touched his arm. She never kissed his cheek. She never rubbed his back of his uh you know his back or his head or nothing it all those little things you do when you know your man is fired up she didn't hold his hand she didn't uh whisper in his ear (laughs) she just pretty much was like you know okay you did that but you know and then uh, people were saying you know she misses Tupac and it's like what Tupac been dead for forever and, you know, I guess I guess whatever she felt for him or what she likes in a man. I mean, according to his autobiography, which everyone read but me, he she, she didn't want to get married and she didn't really want to have kids. And this was not who she wanted. And all that's fine, but just leave me alone. She's twisting this dude up like a little puppet. And he's clearly a nice guy. He wasn't pretending to be a nice guy. And now they have this old dysfunctional Bobby and Whitney situation. Signs the drugs, but still, fame is a, a drug of its own. And so, yeah, I, I'm tired of talking about it. But I saw that this morning and I thought, gosh, he made some good points. Uh, the Just the lack of affection, the lack of care about his career and his reputation just to make her happy. Uh, that says something it, to me, it says you need to get away from that person, but you know, uh, sometimes as much as I get frustrated by men and their weird behavior, I, I do know several men who just get twisted around their women's fingers and, uh, just will do anything these girls and women tell them to do. And if that person isn't a good person, watch out. You know, these guys will do anything to please them. And it's weird. And uh, we just need to be way healthier. Why we're not teaching this shit in school, I don't know. 
Why are we learning all this useless information when we could learn toxic relationships 101? How to avoid them? You know, how do you know when you're married to a narcissist? (laughs) How do you know when you've become uh, a puppet for your partner? Yeah, those are things we should be teaching kids, not not a lot of this nonsense that we drill into them and make them take tests on. And maybe you can keep that, but also add some emotional intelligence. Come on, that we're not learning things uh, the way we should, and families aren't uh, composed the way they used to be, and parents don't parent the way they used to. And I'm not saying I had super um, emotionally evolved parents, there are they were depression era they are depression era people but um you know we had conversations when it was time to have a conversation they could look me in the eye and we had a conversation um and I think there's a part of my brain that's just a very curious uh and wants to be better I want to get good at this I mean, I didn't come here to be mediocre. I didn't come here to to fail at anything. So I want to make my life experience on Earth dope. And so I've been working on myself. I have been immersed in emotional intelligence for the last 25, 30 years. And, you know, it's just alarming. It's alarming. And, and I hope people recognize unhealthy situations when they see them and do what they can to to not replicate them right so we live in a very interesting era uh people did not get out and vote on mass yesterday but they did vote on some big issues here and it gives me hope it gives me hope that st louis isn't completely apathetic because sometimes it is and i'm not saying pathetic i'm saying apathetic um sometimes people don't read issues but i will say this the people who do vote normally know the issues so that's encouraging um so yeah, I hope to see some change, I and, and I hope it's positive. Um, we need to be specific. God requires specificity. We need to be clear. It's not just time for change. It's time for positive change. It's not just time for progress. It's time for growth and advancement. Um, and people are so busy pointing and looking and seeing. Well, they got more than I got, and with it, but we we none of us are going very far, very fast in this region. Uh, there just aren't enough resources. Um, and if you're already rich, you're not even in that race. Who cares? But if you are trying to build a business, trying to grow a business, uh, wanting to be a part of a thriving, successful community, many parts of St. Louis are not that. And we can do better and we can be better. And I'm encouraged by the fact that people got out and voted on some really big issues and we're clear. You know, this is an area that is in dire need of a vision and a visionary and a leader, some leadership, leaders, people who want to uh, not only just take credit and a paycheck, but want to do the work. I've seen so many people just like they only want to be praised. How they are all Trump. You want all the attention and the glory, but you don't want any of the responsibility or the accountability. You know, it's like the no more Trump, no more Trump like behavior. And this vice he has on people, uh, which is interesting. I heard some research. There are a lot of people who voted for Trump 
who won't vote Republican. They won't vote the rest of the ticket, just him. That's that's a problem right there. This dude is a malignant narcissist, you know, and people eat it up. And I think it's because what they perceive as mm, personal freedom is really just bratty in, uh, entitlement with a splash of racism and a splash of misogyny, you know, but he mostly just stomps on everybody and everyone. Many of these people who worship him would never even be able to get a room at Mar-a-Lago or any place he is. He thinks you're poor and dumb, you know, like the liberals, the liberals who these extreme liberals who think they're helping black people and you take it as a good thing. When you get them talking, they let you know they're not trying to help black people. They think you're too dumb and stupid to help yourself. So we need them. Yeah. Yikes. I'm telling you, man, I really enjoyed Bill Maher this past week. He made some great points. Um, Laura Coates was hilarious. Uh, you know, she's a former federal prosecutor. When I read, read the title of her book, I'm not exactly sure I want to read her book, but I definitely would like to have drinks with her. She's hilarious. And uh, uh, Andrew Yang was on there. I think that's his name. The guy who was running for president, he's funny. He's kind of humorless, but he was funny. And, um, yeah, I just uh, I just enjoyed the show, and I had taken a break from it. Because during Barack, like, with Obama, I didn't really care about needing to hear the other side, you know. But when, when W was president, all you had was Bill Maher. And isn't it weird? In our society, we live in an American society where most of our good expansive political coverage comes from comedians that ought to tell you something right there comedians and tiktok i mean if i was a journalism major i would just shoot myself right then i'd just start all over (laughs) because i don't want to compete with a with comedians and tiktok for my reputation as a journalist but that's where we are you can't even trust these news organizations to tell you something that makes good sense. They're, you know, they're so devoid of uh, logic and they're super biased. I don't know. I don't know. I do think it's telling, though. Anyway, I hope you have an amazing, uh, what day is this, Wednesday? Did I say it was Tuesday earlier? I could have. I apologize because today is Wednesday, but that's how busy I've been. I mean, I have been in a blur um, the cars are going out like crazy. Uh, Turo, I'm still salty with the platform. Now they take they take a percentage of everything. And they're getting ready to do an IPO. And it's like, y'all just want all the money. But don't forget, you need people's cars. I don't get it. But I'm having a good stretch here. I had my best month ever last month and right on target to do that again. Uh, hopefully without somebody going, you know, a thousand miles over. Um, but anyway, life is good. The cars are going out. Check us out. 63132 or St. Louis airport. If you need a whip, uh, we got you. And, um, yeah, just staying busy, working hard, being black and beautiful. That's what we do. All right. Talk soon. Be your best. Have a great day. Oh, thank you for listening.